Hi, and welcome to the 29th episode of Breaking Free Podcast, a body-mind-spirit approach to mental health. I'm your host, Summer Sites. I'm excited to be with you in 2021. And I don't know about you, but I'm really excited that it's 2021. <laughs> and also the, the topic today we're talking about is balanced goals and how to have balance with the goals that we're setting. Many of us are setting goals at this time of year. And I have a special guest today. She's a community member. I've been working with her a long time and she's just awesome. Her name is Melanie Gillespie. She is a veteran fitness instructor and certified health coach. And I would just like to give you a couple minutes, you know, Melanie, just to talk a little bit about yourself and maybe your connection with a Holman link and or me, just how did we get to know each other? Right. Well, thank you. I, I feel really humbled to be here. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I've connected with you. I've learned a lot from you in the last year or so as I've really um, just worked with you through Whole Women Link, um, reading, you know, your um, posts and listening to your podcast and really trying to create some changes in my life. Um, and it's funny, as we've worked, uh, a word that has come up a lot is balance um, from from you. And we've, we've definitely talked about that a lot. So... <laughs> I'm excited to be here um, and discuss a few of the things that I've learned over the last while. So. Yeah, and you've done some really great deep dive. And I and I asked Melanie to be here today, not necessarily to talk about me, but just because I feel like she's a classic example of someone who has really taken these tools that you are all seeking to use, and she's applied them. And just like all of us, we apply them in not necessarily a straight line. Melanie, right? Like it's, it's, it's not like, okay, we start with a goal of healing and wholeness and then everything just gets better from there. Right. right. Like you've lived <laughs> that. And I think that some people may be surprised. I've been talking on my, my Instagram lately and, and some of the mediums you follow, I've been talking about wintering and we are in winter. And what's kind of interesting about January, I was thinking about this morning, I wanted to share this with you and also the podcast community. It's interesting about January is a lot of people try to do what I call spring goals or summer goals in the middle of the winter. And so that can be kind of counterintuitive to the season we're in. January is a great time to put down a great foundation. Think about what's happening under the surface, right in the earth. Like a lot of work is happening, but there's a lot of foundation and structure that's being set, Right. Things are rejuvenating, orders being placed, and eventually that's going to break through the ground and be fruitful, right? And yeah. so a lot of times what we do is we jump into this extreme change in January. We try to be in spring and we're in winter, people, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so because we're in winter, it's important to do one degree of change or have balance and, and really kind of own, I, I like to talk about seasonal living, like where we're at and really flow with the season. And so we're going to talk about some of these concepts with Melanie, because I think she's really learned a lot of this, but I'm just maybe talking about it in a different way to, with you, Melanie today. Yeah. But um, my dog was like having a dream right over here. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> anyway. Um, so that's welcome to my world. My little puppy's next to me, but um Hey, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just warning you now, if, if any of my kids come bang and, you know, that's my world as well. So yeah, yeah, I love it. And then we're organic on this podcast, but, um, people ask me, do you edit? And I said, no, I actually don't. I just press record. So you're getting live conversations. Whatever's happening is happening. <laughs> um, just like your, so let's talk a little bit more about you. Cause I want to celebrate you today. 
just like your your fitness, um, that's how I really kind of got connected to you this year, Melanie, is you, in the middle of COVID, you started, you took what you used to have as a fitness business, right? But that you closed that good timing on that with 2020, right? Oh, and man. Then, <laughs> absolutely. And then you ended up taking it online, which is what everyone's had to do. I've had to do that too. And you started teaching fitness uh, via your Facebook page. Can you talk to us a little bit about that? Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, you know, I've taught fitness um, different classes for the, you know, over 12 years. And um, I, just like everybody else in 2020, was just feeling really disconnected from people. Um, We had closed our business um, last fall, uh, or sorry, fall of 2019. And 2020 happened like it did with everybody. And, and I really felt that need to connect with people again. And so um, I had gotten my health back in order and was really um, enjoying exercise again. And so I decided to connect not only with my old community of people that, that I was able to um, do fitness classes with locally, but to reach out to the world and, and offer, um, kind of my services or, or the things that I love to do with other people so that I could feel that connect with them and give them a tool and a resource in a time when, you know, most gyms were closed and most people were wondering what to do with themselves. So I love it. And I've gotten some serious workouts with you. I mean, I'm a pretty fit person, actually. I mean, I work, I've worked out regularly my whole life. Like you, I'm kind of just like a like an avid athlete, you know, I like to move. I've movement is my jam. Some people don't love it, but I actually enjoy it. It's my, it's my stress break yes. and not something I'm having to make myself do. I look forward to it. And and so, but I was excited. I would look forward to Tabata Tuesday. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do it on Tuesday because you recorded these, which was beautiful. Like I would do it like Thursday night or, you know, whenever I could fit it in, Whatever. it was awesome. That's so. the beauty. I love the recordings because people can do them at their own time and I get to do them in my own time as well. It's fantastic. It is great. And so I recommend that to you. How can people find that um, if they're wanting to work out with you right now and kind of see what sure, you're doing? Yeah. My Facebook page is Full Body Fit with Melanie. You can just look it up on Facebook. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. And, and Melanie, the reason why I brought Melanie on today too, and we've been talking about this before we got on uh, the recording, is that... Um, I noticed that you picked your word was balance for this year. And I, and I, again, I, I, I want, I, I t- teach balance with clients. I help them understand that we're not meant to live at extremes. And what happens is when we live at extremes, we burn out. We, right. We have extreme burnout. And sometimes we think that that means that our goals weren't good goals to have, or, um, you know, that was like a way of like the universe telling us, you know, to go in a different direction. But I find that actually that just may maybe be about pacing for a lot of people. Um, or resourcing for a lot of people, right? Yeah. And so this time of year, again, it's winter. Let's just notice that right now, guys. It's winter, okay? <laughs> and we might want to jump out and make it be summer, but it's winter. And so now might be a great time to add those one degrees of change. Um, and Melanie, you experienced some burnout, right? Can you tell the group a little bit about your journey to regain your health and to find your balance? Yeah, absolutely. Um, This story could take hours, but I'll try to condense it. So um, yeah, I was really caught up in the fitness world, spending a lot of time. We ran a gym um, and I was teaching a lot of classes. And we all know that strength training is wonderful, but your body does need time to regenerate and to um, rest. And I 
was not giving it that rest. Um, and because of some other, um, you know, fears and some other things that I had, um, I, even the workouts I was doing with my classes wasn't enough. And I was pushing it even harder after my classes, um, adding in additional work. Um, and it got, I, I was ignoring the signals from my body, you know, part of, okay. Part of it is I didn't know, I didn't know what I didn't know. And I didn't know what was going on with my body part of it, but I did know that there was something wrong. Um, but because I had goals and because I had, um, fear and because I was trying to control my world, um, I didn't listen to those signals and I ended up, um, completely crashing my adrenals. So a lot of us go around with stressed adrenals, um, because our adrenals get stressed from stress, whether it's physical or emotional or hormonal or mental stress. Um, but I, um, all of those combined together where my, my body literally shut down. I, um, didn't have the energy to get out of bed. I, you know, would vacuum my bedroom and, and have to climb back into bed for a few hours because I was just so lacking in energy. Um, and it, it was a good thing. It was my body's way of regenerating itself, um, from all of the, um, stress I had put on it. It, it just needed time to recover and recuperate. Um, and it was a difficult time because I'm someone who my nickname was Tigger growing up. You know, I bounce off the walls. I have a lot of energy. I, I love to move. Like you said, like I need movement. It's, yeah. it's very important to me. And, and I couldn't, um, I, I literally, I couldn't, I did not have the energy to, to move. I didn't have the energy to, to do anything. And so it was, it was a time of kind of identity crisis as well. I, I had to stop teaching my fitness classes. I closed my gym. I, you know, just spent a lot of time regenerating. And that's when you and I really, um, got acquainted with each other because I realized that that imbalance, that those fears and those other things that had driven those goals I had and that had driven me to that point, I, I needed to work on those. I needed to find healing, um, from the inside out. <laughs> absolutely. It, yeah. Because, You're a beautiful example of that. Yeah. It, it really was what, I thought I had achieved everything I wanted to achieve and realized that I was in um, the worst place mentally that I had ever been. And I knew that I needed change. And so that's actually when I reached out to you and when we got connected. Yeah. And at first, I think my clients are surprised, especially, I mean, I have clients that come in a lot at the beginning of the year and say, Hey, I want to lose weight. I want to feel better about myself physically. And I think they're oftentimes surprised when I say, we got to work on your, your, your head game, right? We got to work on your mental state because you can be like you. I mean, I've seen pictures. I think I remember you showing me some of your fitness pictures. I mean, nobody would be like, you were the fit, you were the more, more fit than I've ever been <laughs> physically, externally, oh, man. <laughs> but, um, but internally uh, we know, and there's been much research, you know, supermodels often are have terrible sense of worth. I mean, you would think, oh, they think they're beautiful. Uh, they've done research. They actually have lower self-esteem than the average woman, believe it or not. Yeah. 
And yeah. so um, there's some TED talks on that if you want to look that up. But I, I, but I, so it's not actually about the external. What we want is our internal and our external to match each other. And I'm all about wellness. I'm a, I'm a, I, I live in wellness, you know, body, mind, and spirit. So I, I try, my word for this year is integrity. And I, it's interesting that I would pick that because I don't think that I'm not an integrous person, Melanie, but it's because I feel like at times, because I love so much the work I do with others that I don't do my work. And so my, I actually just today went and, and you'll be proud of me. I actually had my blood drawn and I'm planning on you know, doing a blood workup just to make sure that my hormones and everything are balanced as well. And I thought I need to, I'm an integrative medicine person. So I wanted to make sure that I checked in, you know, with my whole body too. Yeah. So, so we do things like that, right? We, we look at what we're eating and how we're sleeping and, and, um, you know, are our goals coming from, so I like the word that two things you said, you talked about, um, fear a lot. Yes. Um, I want to point that out to the group. You talked about how a lot of your goals were coming from fear. Another word for, for fear is our ego, right? Our fearful ego is what often drives our goal making. It's the scarcity, right? Part of us, the part of us that says you're not enough. And then when we set goals from that, what happens? Yes. Um, and I had lived in that place for many, many, many years. Um, most of my adult life, my mm -hmm. fear and self-loathing and even self-hatred had driven my goals mm -hmm. until they no longer could drive my goals anymore. And then I was frantically scrambling to find that, that hold again that they had had on me. Um, and that's, that's when my adrenals crashed because, because I, it, it was no longer serving me. And yeah, your body showed up for you, not against you in that moment. I think now looking yeah. at what happened in your full evolution, absolutely it put you in a cocoon so you could come out as a butterfly. And I think that's really what happened. Absolutely. And I've, I've said that a thousand times. It was the most difficult time because it took my body about a year and a half to heal. Um, it was the most difficult time, but it was the best thing that ever happened to me. Mm. So for anybody out there who's listening, who feels like you're in a cocoon right now, let's get curious, right? Let's get curious. It's something I talk about a lot on this podcast. My last one with Rachel, we talked about getting curious um, about why, how is this showing up for you, not against you, right? Like if you, um, I know my, my friend Rachel, who I had the last podcast with, she, she had some, some crashes too <laughs> last mm -hmm. year. I think she ended up hurting her back and being on her back for a long time. And then what happens is we can either get angry and resentful and like, why is this happening to me? Kind of the kind of proverbial shaking your fists at God, right? And I've seen people take that stance or you can get really curious and go, you know, my body loves, you know, is always here to help me. It's always seeking balance. Like, why would my body do this? What is it trying to show me? Mm -hmm. Yep. Awesome. That's how I felt. And that, well, that, one I think of the that's things one of that I wanted to also talk about today. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was just saying that was one of the first going, things that, that you and I talked about was that that this was a time for me to learn and to grow. And it was that my body had actually done so many amazing things for me. And it took me a while to realize that my adrenals crashing was actually, like I said, one of the best things that had ever happened to me. Um, it took me a while <laughs> to come to terms with that. Um, but as I saw the growth that came because of it, I realized it was exactly where I needed to be. 
and exactly what needed to happen in order for me to to really focus on change. Awesome. And so just the pattern I would mention that we often descend before we ascend mm-hmm. or we or just like nature teaches us, right? We have a cocoon phase before we have a butterfly phase or we have a winter before we have a spring and the darkest winters, the coldest winters make the most beautiful springs. So even earth shows us that if you're having what I, some people call a dark night, um, know that beautiful things are coming. You don't lose hope. But in that time of dark night, let's talk about another aspect that really helps. Let's talk about community, Melanie. Because I think that's one thing that you've really done is you didn't isolate yourself when you were in that. You you built a community around yourself that was like your cocoon, right? Can you tell me about that? Um, yes. Well, I had dive. I dove into several communities. Um, the first one would be your whole, you know, whole women link community. Um, I felt like, you know, I followed your podcasts from podcast to podcast and felt real growth as I kind of stepped into each podcast, understanding a little more of where I had come from and where I wanted to go. Um, And it's interesting because it was your podcast on um, being a co-creator with source Mm. um, that really, I had been integrated into a community of, you know, really positive, like-minded people. Um, But that podcast talking about purpose and about growth and about being a co-creator with source, who for me is God, um, really um, drove me to dig deeper into that other community. And it's, you know, my health coaching community. Um, and it has really um, been a strength, um, especially in 2020. We, <laughs> there there was a lot going on and I was ve- very, I don't even know the word for it, unregulated mm-hmm. for a while in, in what was going on around me that I had no control over. And then I found this community of like-minded people who were so focused on light, focused on love, focused on hope and sharing that I just latched onto it. And, and it changed like this community, I feel like saved me from 2020. Does that make sense? Like the last half of the year, because the focus was on so much giving to others, offering hope um, and sharing light. And it, it changed my focus, my world. Um, so interesting. Cause what I noted to talk about, I, I co-create with source too. And one of the notes I put down for you was what you focus on, you get more of. And yeah. so like, no wonder, because there was a kickback to you of all of those things as you focused on it, whatever we focus on our mind and body create in our lives. Yeah. Literally in our physical bodies. And so Yes, you could be focusing on the the terrible news or or you know the difficult things. There was plenty of that to focus on, but I think people who focus on what they could control, and I don't even love the word control because I'm a little bit more again, let's flow with source, but <laughs> but um we'll talk about that in a minute. But but what you can manage, right? What's within your sphere of influence is another way of thinking about control, I think, in a yes. balanced way. Ritz in your sphere, that's very all a covey, right? Stephen R. Covey, but um it, what you focus on, you definitely get more of, right? So as you focus on light and love and healing, you brought that into your life. And I would say you've extended it to other people. Yeah, I, I feel like um, 
when I decided to, you know, pursue health coaching and pursue that, it was because I had found such a hope in in change, in um, growth, in moving forward in my health, both physically and mentally, that I couldn't keep it to myself anymore. I felt like it was my purpose to to with source, you know, with God, to share that hope with other people. Hope was my word last year. <laughs> and yeah, and it was just I I needed to be able to share that, share my community, share what I was learning with other people. Awesome. You do. I, you know, and I love that you're talking about your need to share because one of the missions at Whole Women Link, and you know this, having been part of our community for all this time, is yeah. we consider it a round table and we're just linking with other women who have that desire for wholeness. And what I've always loved about this is that I, I mean, I get asked to speak and I always tell people I don't want a podium. I want to be on the ground. I want people to be at round tables. I have a very specific setup for my conferences mm-hmm. because I'm wanting people to connect to each other and then go forth and wherever they're at and spread that ripple effect of wholeness. And, and I look at you and I think Melanie did that. And now she's reaching people who will never know me. But, you know, you reach them and it's not about me. It's about our source, which is for me also God and spreading this message of light, love and hope, you know, throughout the world. And, um, you know, that makes all the difference and that makes all the joy into our lives and our purpose. Right. It is. It's interesting, though, because I do have some clients who I feel, you know, I'm not licensed as you are in in counseling or in any of those things. But I do feel as though. Um, I have used your podcast as a tool, even for my own clients who are looking for a little more depth, you know, a depth that I don't have the the sources to, or I don't have the knowledge myself, but because I've been integrated in your community and your podcast, um, I share that. I share those with other women who I work with as a health coach. I share your um, knowledge and, and your understanding with them. So thank you for that. <laughs> That's a beautiful compliment. I appreciate that. And I, I uh, like you though, I, I know you, Melanie, because you're always, always learning. And so when we co-create with Source, we just look for what is the next thing. So let's talk about flow and yeah. structure. That's one of the things. We had a conversation about this recently. So let's just bring the community into our conversation. Sure. Um, Melanie and I were doing a little, I reached out to Melanie because again, I like I see it as like we can, we, we are all, here to benefit and learn from each other. I don't see anyone as higher or lower than each other. And so I reached out to Melanie and I said, Hey, I see your gift in this structure and, you know, (laughs) you know, setting goals around fitness and food and stuff. And I personally am a busy person, so I can get kind of scattered and I would really love some more structure in my life because I recognize that I was a little too flowy. Okay. So let me talk about flow. Um, Flow is the idea that you live mindfully with source, right? And then you flow with that. So you let the goals and you let the intentions flow from source, not from ego, like we talked about, not that fear, but letting God say to me things like, what book am I reading next? When I go on a vacation, I'm like, what book am I reading now, God? Or when I am, when I start my day, like, what's that one thing that I need to do today? So you guys can go to that. um, Oh, Melanie, the one that you said that, that my podcast that really helped you. (laughs) Oh, the, um, 
Never oh, what was it again. called? It was about co-creating. Yeah, the, the co-creating, um, and there's two of them. I can't remember the yes. title right now, but but Part right, one. it's it's um, but those those two podcasts as I was preparing those, and you know, those are kind of how I do that, how I stop and be still, and then like set my goals with source. And I'm always amazed at the new year. Like I didn't pick the word integrity; it like flowed to me. And I asked Source, why integrity? Like, is this a chastisement? <laughs> you know, do I have some issues? And it was really funny because it was like, no, but you're not loving yourself enough. You're you're out of balance. You love others more than you love yourself. So I need you to have a balance between love of others and love of self. And that's what integrity is going to look like for you. Are you loving you the same? Or, or are you loving maybe your clients more than your children, more than your God, right? There's this balance that we have to create. And so integrity was like kind of a word to like tap me into that flow and that balance. But then what we need is we've got, okay, so we've got this intention, but then we have to create that environment and that structure around that intention to actually bring it to life, right? Yes. And that's what you're really good at because you were so structured. But can you tell me about how we can become too structured? Yeah, I mean... And I still, I still uh, deal with it now. You know, I'm, 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 I still feel like I'm in the infancy of my learning. Um, But, you know, structure is something that I thrive off of. It's, it lets me know what's coming. It lets me know how to do it. It lets me know where to do it, you know, but sometimes I can get so caught up in the structure of things that I forget the heart of things, or I forget my, to allow my soul to direct me. So even in my own, my own business, you know, I will get so caught up in the structure because my business does take some action. It takes some, some doing some checklists, you know, that kind of thing. But if I get so caught up in that, I forget to tap into my heart and I forget to tap into my authenticity and my soul. And oftentimes I'll find that I get so caught up in structure that I'm overwhelmed and that I am you know, there's a fine line between feeling on fire and, and feeling like you've got the world, you know, at hand and then feeling frantic because you've got all this structure and you're not sure what to do with it. Um, but I found that when I step back and for me, it's prayer, I use prayer and meditation, like you said, to ask God, what do I need to be doing today? Who needs me today? Is it my children? Is it my clients? Is it my myself? You know, what what do I need? And I find that when I tap into that, like you say, that flow or that um, that source, then I'm given direction and guidance on what structure I need to take to get done what I need to get done. Ooh, I love that. Let's highlight that, like the structure given to you by source is so perfect for you, right? And one person's structure yes. looks very different than another. I've done, I've learned that doing my, I call it the healing artwork. You know, I have tools all over my office ready to go for whoever, but people may be surprised that I don't often have a very set plan when my clients come in because I don't know who's coming in today. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I know generally what their goal is. But that day they may just really need to be heard or that day they may be looking to take action or that day they may, you know, just need to work through and be present with their pain. Right. And so it's important to prepare and have a variety of tools and structure, but how it is applied yeah. is very much uh, best done in the moment 
at least that's been my, that's been my experience with people. But Melanie and I are opposites a little bit. We talked about this. So I can get yes. super flowy and like heal in the world, but oh my gosh, have I had protein today, you know, or have I slept or wait, you know? And so I think that we have to look at what is our, our gifts, right? What's our, our talent. And then on any talent, there's a flip side to that, right? My partner at Whole Woman Link, Crystal Nixtayton, is my opposite. And we talk all the time. In the beginning, we had to rub some edges off each other, guys. We really did <laughs> too, because she's so structure. She's so metal from a crystal, like from a, from a, um, or I can't remember if it's metal or wood. We'd have to ask crystal, but in our course, healed and free to live from joy, which you're taking Melanie, we, we have the elements and her elements are so different than mine. You know, I get, I'm earth and, 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 uh, and fire, I mean, they're out there, right? And so I can become too earthed, too grounded, too kind of not moving, or I can become too fire and burn out. And so I know I encourage you guys, if you're interested, you can learn more about like Chinese medicine and go to that course at Holman Link. Um, yeah. It's really great to know what you are so you can have your counterbalance. Well, and I loved that you, you encouraged me to take that quiz and I did. And, and my, my two, you know, dominant personalities are very opposite from each other. Mm -hmm. And I remember you asking me, do you often feel conflicted? And I said, uh, yeah, like all day, every day, you know, I'm, I'm a wood, um, which wouldn't be surprised to anybody who knows me, you know, um, but I'm also a fire. So that wood, burn up your wood. <laughs> I burn up my wood. But what's amazing to me is, is wood is my natural tendency. That's where I go. I, that structure, that, that order, that everything, you know, but the beauty of that, that fire is, is that it does try to consume my wood. It tries to burn it up, which for me is a beautiful thing. Because I'll be sitting here in my office, in structure, trying to get done, 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 done. And my fire will say, Melanie, your little girls are listening to music out in the living room. Why don't you put this away and go dance with them? Mm. And for me, that's important because my when, I'm, when I get out of my structure and let go, oh man, I have so much fun. And I love it. I love to do crazy things. I love to jump off cliffs and I love to, I'm going skydiving next year. Like I love that, but I have to break out. I have to burn my wood down in order for me to let get it smoldered. Yeah. It's gotta be it. But for me, that's a positive thing. You know, it's a good thing that that passion or that fire or that playful person breaks out every once in a while and says, just let loose and live you know, live from, from a different place, Melanie, it's good for you, you know? So our elements, and again, this is Chinese medicine guys. So you can look at the Chinese um, elements. If you want to learn more about what these elements are, you can go to holemanlink.com. We have some uh, different things about Chinese medicine in our different blog posts, or again, the courses there, and you can actually take this class. Um, but, but I do think that our elements are geared exactly to our purpose yeah. So have you noticed how your elements play into your purpose? Absolutely. Because, well, and, and we were talking before we got on this call, like my purpose isn't just, let's say my health coaching business or whatever. I feel like my purpose that the Lord has given me 
um, throughout time is to, um, I've, I've got a lot of energy and the Lord has given me kind of a, a purpose to use that energy to love on other people, to, to give them motivation, to give them support and energy and, and to feel good about themselves. And, and I get to do that through my health coaching business. Um, but the business does require, it's a business, right? It requires some action and some steps and, um, and, but when I let go and let that, that passion take over that fire, um, that is when I connect with my clients. That is when that, that purpose of helping them to see what they're capable of and helping them to see what, what's within them. That's when that comes out. Um, it doesn't happen in that structured place. Um, yeah, I know a lot of people who hit all their goals every day. Like they're very goal oriented. Um, they're very structured. Mm-hmm. But they what when one of the things I don't know if you've gotten this far in the course, Melanie, but the very last class that we teach is we talked about the difference between goals and intentions and how we want to have intentions mm-hmm. and let the goals I personally think goals need to be not even too far out because you don't know what you don't know. And so I I usually have like an intention and then I go, okay, how how is, am I going to have a goal that's going to hit this week about that or this month, maybe in the next three months? But for people who set their goals for the entire year, at the beginning of the year, for instance, um, guys, you don't know what you don't know yet, right? You're acting as if you're stagnant and you're not different or changing. Um, we were going to do this at the beginning, Melanie, but let's put this towards the end. A lot of us fear change, right? And so I asked Melanie, because Melanie's never done this type of you know, a podcast before. So this was different for you today, although you're a natural. So awesome. But I asked her, I said, okay, the brain, the body fears change, right? We like to be in control. We like to do things we've always done them. And so what, what, what the way that is done is we set our goals from the ways that we've always lived, right? Right. You can't change a problem from the same mind that created it. Right. And that's why we need source or we need tools or we need uh, mentors because they can take us down a path that we've not yet gone down. Right. 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 And so, but that fear stops us because we fear change and biologically we're driven to stay in that safe place, to stay safe. And I I do hear a lot of people's comments about, I'm trying to stay safe. I want to keep my family safe. And I'm always like, do you want to keep them from learning and growing though? Like safety can also be a chain. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Do we want to go out and harm ourselves and go too far to either extreme? No, we started this podcast with that. We need to not live at extremes. There certainly is a circle of, of you know, healthy change, right? We, we If we go too far in change, we can definitely fall off the cliff, right? But if we don't at least extend our boundaries, we don't grow. Yes. Yep. Right. So you have, so, so, so this was my meditation. I want, and then we'll talk about one degree of change here at the end, but for our goals this year, because that's why we picked you for January. I thought you'd be perfect for people as they're setting their goals. But I asked Melanie this question and everyone can kind of do this with me. I want you to look at your, and I'll ask you this Melanie again, but I want you to look at what you're wearing right now. I learned this from um, uh, Marissa Pierce. She does a lot of mind work. So I got to kind of give her credit for this, but um, she's like, you can find her on Mind Valley and she has a lot of, um, works a lot of books about um one of them i like is i am enough is a great book you can read from Mercy pure but um in this 
meditation that I did with her, she had us like, look at what we're wearing, what we ate today, the weather outside, and assume that none of it would change, right? We want to stay safe. So everything's going to stay exactly as it is for indefinitely. And how would that feel? Like nothing's changing, right? We want to say everything the same. We're going to eat the same thing. We're going to wear the same thing. We're going to have the same weather, spend the time with the exact same people. How does that feel, Melanie? Well, it honestly, I mean, it feels stagnant, right? (laughs) It feels like, um, to use one of my kids' words, boring, you know, that's not what they use, but it it feels like, um, like that's the only word I can think of stagnant. It's like, like there's, there's going to be no, yeah, there's going to be no change, no no difference, you know, and, and no learning, no growth, no No growth. And, And really joy is growth, right? That's what you've learned, but that growth can go too fast burnout. Like we talked about today or can go too slow or not happen. Right. So we're definitely going to extend ourselves and we're going to take, do that one thing, right. That one degree of change, maybe two, but we're definitely going to pick that one thing. I don't know about you, but my kids have been really burned out doing uh, online school. And my daughter is a straight A student, but She's had a hard time with some blocks and I've looked at her and I said, Hey, what's one thing you can do? And then that's it. What's just one thing. And she'll go do that one thing. And she's like, okay, you do that one thing. And then you can watch your TV show or you do that one thing. And and that can either like kickstart other things or that one thing gets done, right? They break through that barrier. Um, so I would absolutely suggest to all of you that one degree of change, but to extend yourself, surround yourself with people doing things differently. Maybe they're where you want to go or, like Melanie said, they're kind of inspiring you. I like how they're doing it. Put some community around you. Uh, look at where you are in the extremes, right? What, what, what? From this conversation, Melanie, because we really want to hear from you. What, what has been the most helpful for you in your growth process? There have been a couple of things. Um, it's. Again, the word, the reason balance became my word this year is because last year I was learning a lot of reasons or a lot of ways to balance. And this year I'm putting that into practice. So um, it was just a word that kept coming up over and over again throughout my healing process. Um, But another uh, thing that has been really integral for me is that because I always dealt in the extremes, I, I call myself a recovering perfectionist. So um, I just, I always, the extreme of course is that perfectionism that, that really is an illusion. Um, it's, it's not, it's not helpful. And so um, learning for me that, that progress is where the key is that daily progress, looking forward to um, something I can do a little better today, or, you know, as far as goal setting, um, you can't change everything at once. Because what happens is if you try, you know, whether you're in the health world or the fitness world or the life world, you know, wherever you are, if you try to change everything, you, you won't be able to. And you will feel like you failed and you'll burn out and you'll give up. 
And so the idea that just one day or one thing at a time is, is all like for me, I just have to focus on this one thing to progress. I don't have to be perfect today. I'm just going to take one step towards, you know, betterment, towards a better me, a better self, um, towards learning, towards growth. Um, and I don't have to know it all today. So but that's in so doing, Melanie, you have taken leaps and bounds. Have you noticed that the progress is more sure? Yeah. I mean, I feel like I, if, if you went back two years ago to where I was when my adrenals crashed, I, I can't even believe um, where I've, where I've been and where I've come. I, I mean, it's, it's night and day. And most of that has happened just right up in my head and in my heart. So my soul, you know, it's um, the growth from from being in a place of such scarcity all the time um, to allowing in more light and more authenticity of self and and just an abundance of uh, tapping into to God and allowing Him to to be my you know, to guide me, to direct me. Yeah. As to, be your, to be your energy source. Right. I think when we yes. tap into our own energy source, that's a limited thing. We all know we have limited willpower. They've done lots of studies on this, but when people believe in a higher power, regardless of whether or not, you know, they're Christian or whatnot, or whatever their higher power, even if they believe in higher power love, those people have more sustainability. Um, that's the essence of that try hard, give up cycle. I have a couple podcasts on that just because they can, then have that sustained, like, it's not all on me, right? Yes. I yeah. would have quit my job a very long time ago if I thought it was all on me to help find change for people. People are way too complex. But I, I believe so much in that ability to discern and ask source for what the next tool is for that person, unique for them, or in myself, that I know there are tools. There's a plethora of tools available to me in the moment as I need them. And I just get to just keep learning that next one new thing. And I'm amazed at how much things I just had that happen today. I was like trying to figure out what to do for a teenager. And then I'm sitting in the office and there's like this new test I'd never heard of. And they're like, I'm like, this is perfect for that kid. <laughs> so I took the flyer and I'm going to give it to the parents. And I'm like, yes, you know? And so what I found is that when you are connected to, to an intention with source, then that those things flow to you. Um, but I, I want to point out something that you maybe you didn't notice, Melanie, is that you learned how to self-love. Yes. <laughs> like I don't know if you've, you've even put it into words but for the rest of you listening that's what you did you learned how to love yourself and to change yes and and that's been you know like I said my goals used to be driven out of out of fear out of self-hatred and self-loathing and they it was a miserable existence and now that I'm able um, I look towards that love loving myself you know what do I want to create because I love myself because I want to care for myself, because I want to show up as my best self. That's what drives my goals now. Um, and it's sustainable. very short lit. I mean, this is a new thing for me. I've spent most of my adult life living in that other, well, most of my life living in that other realm. This is a new realm for me, but the power behind it is a complete different, there's a completely different energy around it. And I think that's why 
I feel so light and I feel so hopeful is because that energy is a, is a good one. It's a, as you would say, as I've learned in your podcast, it's a high frequency energy. Yeah. It's high um, frequency and our bodies are, are, are light there. We are, we have a light energy highway in our bodies. Maybe someday we'll learn about that more here, but um, if you're not in that light energy, then you're in low frequency and you get sick and you have depression and anxiety. And so all of those things that show up physically are really just the body keeping score that we're on the wrong channel, you know? Yeah. And so, um, so good. We are out of time. I wish we had more. We, you and I knew we could chat. You were like worried. That's so sad. Really? <laughs> No problems. We can talk, but, um, (laughs) but let's just invite the community to continue connecting with Melanie, um, in light and love and healing. If they want to work out with you, um, um, and just, uh, and just invite the community to set their goals this year from love and that one degree of change. And, um, any last comments, Melanie, or anything that you want to say to the community before we, we sign up? Um, N- no, <laughs> I don't know. Covered, yeah, huh? We got it. I, I feel like it. Yeah. Just that this, this really is a healing community. It really, the intention is for healing and for, um, for hope for me. That's one of my favorite words. Hope is like my favorite word in the whole world. Um, if you notice on any of my stuff, I capitalize hope. It's always capitalized. Um, and, and that is what this community has brought into my life, um, that healing and that hope. So that is the greatest compliment. And I hope that some, some of you can, you know, share this community with others and be part of that ripple effect that Melanie has been part of. And if the course that we talked about that Melanie's part of serves you, you can find that homeandlink.com. There's a course link on the top there, or go to any of our Instagram at summer sites or, uh, Facebook home and link. You can find any of those things there. And um, I do also do an Instagram campaign now. That was my new crazy, what am I going to do new this year, um, where I try to put out (laughs) hopeful healing messages on a regular basis. I'll be getting back to that here in a week or so. Um, Just because I feel like, you know, we want to send it out into uh, Instagram land as well as not as Facebook land. So I'm learning these these tools. But thanks so much for being with us today, Melanie, and the community for your time. It's valuable. And we'll talk to you soon. Thank you.